Go ahead. Uh, what's Brock been up to? Like, what kind of throwing program is he on? How many days has he thrown? Is he airing it out? We want details. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch him, to tell you the truth. He's right on, right on pace. He has, a, I think he throws three times a week. I do not sit and watch those. It's part of his process of getting back, and he's continuing right on the track he's always been on. No setbacks, and I mean, it's been very good so far. Is it your understanding, like, once training camp starts, that he'll be able to do stuff on the field with the team before he's fully cleared to go play football? I haven't asked any of those yet. We're taking it very slowly. Um, it's not like you just jump out and push stuff. You're only supposed to throw on this date at this percentage, this many yards, and then you do a certain a couple days later. And if you stay on track, it should heal the right way. And right now, everything's right on track, and so we don't go any. I don't ask three weeks ahead. It's you just keep trying to stay on that trajectory. Talk to him. How's his mental state? Great. I think you guys can ask him, but I don't. I don't ask him how his mental state is every day. I see him every day, and he's pretty good. Just normal. Yeah, everything's normal. I know we want updates. I, I totally get it, but there are none. So I can make something up, but there are none. <laughs> it's like just the next day of working out and rehabbing, and I don't get true involved in that. See him in the meetings, talk to him about football and stuff like that. Things what will happen when he's healthy and. Um, we're just waiting for him to get healthy. There's a report you're going to work out another quarterback. Are you looking to potentially add another quarterback before training camp? Uh, I don't think so, but you know we always work out all positions and stuff. So um, I don't go and ask about each one, but uh, it's just part of the process of every position and always having guys that if someone gets hurt to bring in. Guys are on our call list, and usually we don't stop working guys out. Sign a defensive lineman. Have you had some injuries uh, along the line? Uh, no, I know we wanted um, 90 for camp, and that's where we wanted our 90. Uh, we were a little heavier receiver. Is Mia Davis okay? Yeah, he's all right. We pulled him out today. We're being safe with him. A number of guys like that. You know, he's been here for a while, but we don't want him to go today. Was that a bad snap on the Moody kick there? Um, I didn't look at the snap. I'll see it when I watch the tape. I'm not sure. Definitely was a low kick, though. Couldn't believe no one blocked it. Uh, he's, he's done a good job. I mean, you, you want to feel the leg and stuff that uh, you see on tape that, you know, we sent Brian to go work him out and stuff. So we wanted to make sure that felt the same way in person. And you feel that every day. I mean, he's got a hell of a leg. And we're going to put him in a bunch of situations and keep challenging him. And hopefully he'll be ready to go by week one. Kyle, what are your impressions of Javon Hargrave so far? Um, I mean, he just got here, so we're just getting to know him. You know, we're going to be slow with him, just him not being around um, throughout phase one and two um, and OTAs. You know, we're not going to throw him in anything. So um, my impressions are he seems like the same guy I've been talking to on the phone. Um, seems like he's been working out and hope he spends this week to kind of get acclimated to what we do, the way we do it, and just get used to the guys. And so he feels a little more comfortable when he comes back in training camp. Is Nick Bosa here? Yes. Conversations been like with him? Uh, same as there are every year. How you doing? How's the workout been going? How's Florida? How's the boat? You look tan. Your legs still look big. <laughs> what are you going to do today? I'm going to probably be in the weight room. You know, the last three years you've had like big money guys who are due for contracts and got them right before camp. Do you at all get involved in that just from the sense of trying to gauge the player? the person and if their mindset's in the right spot as far as handling the contractual stuff while also taking care of business you know, physically to get ready for the season? Um, each guy's different. I mean, if I ever 
I mean, I try not to get in there and, I mean, if I felt they needed advice or something, just um, with the experience that, you know, I have going through this, I would. Um, but usually the contract stuff takes care of their, itself. Um, usually the type of guys we want to pay, you don't totally have to have those conversations with. If we did, we probably wouldn't be wanting to sign them long-term. Um, Nick, um, he's not a guy I really ever worry about, you know, whether it's a contract year or not. I, I know Nick's doing his work. I know Nick is obsessive with his job and obsessive with being the best he can be. So um, it's usually pretty easy with that stuff. You know, we don't even need to mention the contract. So it's more the same conversation I've had the last three years with him when he comes here. He's ready for week one. Have you talked to Trey Lance or his agent about a potential trade? No. Debo is working on the side field throughout, not doing any team drills or anything that he's working through, or just. No, it just he hasn't been here too, and we want our players to be ready to go. And um, with him being away and stuff, just didn't feel he was quite in that right spot. So um, we got some time till camp, so we're not going to rush him on anything that's um, don't feel he's ready for. Uh, he's got some things too, so keeping him out. Brock's toy program. Will he be here uh, during the downtime, or do you have somebody that goes with him? Like, how, how does that work? Uh, he'll be here most of the time. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't check on every single one of those because I don't think it's necessary. But uh, Rob's been. I mean, um, Brock's been great on his rehab. Um, he's obsessive about it as you can be. Um, that's why he's ahead of schedule and uh, expecting to be here doing it with our guys. And when he does get breaks and long weekends and stuff, however he wants to spend that, uh, he'll do it accordingly. Basketball, first team, second team, perhaps I know sometimes it isn't a sport, but right. Arnold getting the first team, does that mean try to get some tomorrow? Yeah, we've been switching them up each day, I think, for the most part. Um, so, yeah. Even competition at this point, where, where is that? I mean, we it's OTAs. So, I mean, every position, like I, I think I've said to you guys before, like, I don't try to come in and know who's ahead or not. This is a, all this stuff gives these guys a chance to have a chance to compete in training camp. Um, when you don't practice football an entire offseason, you don't do any practice of football since you know your last game, um, it's very hard to come to training camp and be ready to beat someone out. And so that's what you try to provide all this stuff for, just to give guys a chance to get their, learn the offense, get their timing, get everything. So now when they go to training camp, they're ready to compete. And that's truly where I see the competition starting. Sam Darnold progressing and adapting to now he's been good, you know, just all, all these guys. I mean, some good days, some bad days, but that's what this point is, is throwing all the stuff at them, letting them go through it, and we'll go through the exact same process our first seven days of training camp. Um, but it's just a little easier to do it because you get pads on, you can do more, and um, hopefully it'll be easier for them the second time going through it, though. Uh, last OTAs, you, uh, a representative from the Players Association came on the field, and you seemed to get really agitated about it. Could you shed some light on what we were seeing there? I wasn't agitated. I was just surprised. Um, you know, so you get surprised, and that's all. But we had a good conversation. He had asked me something. Surprised him to see him out there. And um, actually know him pretty good. He's a good dude, and uh, there's no issues at all. Trent kind of in the same boat as uh, Bosa and that you don't really worry about him too much. I mean, you do have him here now. You haven't had him before. Yeah, I mean, I, of course I like everyone to be here. I mean, always. Um, Trent, I do think the each year in my career, um, it gets extremely harder for, um, for O-linemen and D-linemen to get anything out of the offseason just because of the stuff that doesn't allow them to practice football. Um, so it's a little different with those guys. I'd want Trent here more, but with, at the position, it comes to a time like for what? And when you're his age and um, you've done what he's done, um, yeah, I'd rather him be here. But um, that's one of the positions and definitely one of the players in the league at that position that would worry me the least. When you talk about quarterbacks having good days and bad days, 
is it a combination of you know the ball isn't going where it should or the actual you know the passes are off target like how do you define a, a good or a bad day during this time of year with those quarterbacks um same way I define it any day, you know. I mean, it's it's how they play, and um, when you look at a play, it's I mean, just because a guy makes a wide open throw that looks good, like that's what they're expected to do. Um, that's what everyone in the NFL should do. So you're evaluating tons of stuff: how they play in the pocket, where their eyes are, where the ball goes, how does the ball look when it goes. Even though that is kind of a prerequisite, I mean, you still got to do it. So yeah, it's everyone can see how it's thrown. Um, but even when you get completions and stuff, doesn't mean you had the best practice. There's not always a pass rush. Um, even when there is, we're not calling sacks. Um, sometimes, just based off how the script goes, you might have a bunch of good looks, um, and the other guy might have a bunch of bad looks. You don't know how it's going to go. So it's you evaluate each play, and then you get in there and you watch it with them. Um, but you know who is playing well after that and who's playing bad. It's not a stat thing. It's not a thing I could just verbalize, I guess. Practice field. Do you automatically know who had a good day or a bad day? Or yeah, I got a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah. We know the coverages and we know where the ball is supposed to go and we know how that goes there and how it looks and why. And sometimes, but you get in, you watch the film, and all right, I thought that was bad. Now I get what he saw. Um, it wasn't, or vice versa. And that's why you try to never make too big of a decision um, or an opinion until you get through the film. How's Danny Gray's grasp of things since last season ended to now? I think it's a lot better than when he left off. Um, I think Danny learned from his first year just how long that grind is um, of a rookie year, just going from the off season of the combine and all the workouts to getting here and um, it really never stopping. And um, we saw him in the off season have a little different attention to detail, the way he came here in phase one and two, um, how he worked to get in shape. And that's what it's allowed him to have a good OTAs and go through a bunch of stuff, which to me, he's finally gotten in the shape to where he could do everything. And um, this will really help him for training camp. Same question for Drake Jackson. What's that? Kind of the same question for Drake Jackson. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and Drake, I think, I mean, I've seen you guys have heard about it, and it's it's exactly what we've said. I mean, he was unbelievable this offseason. Um, even when um, it wasn't voluntary, he was here on his own anyways, just living um, in the weight room, trying to change his body, and that stuff he had to learn from last year, just like Danny. And you can tell how guys learn it by how they start working before they see you, and Drake did that big time. It's carried over to phase one, two, and throughout OTAs in phase three, and um, I'm excited for him to now get away, keep doing that when we're away from him, and we'll see how he is when we put the pads on. Nice. <laughs> One, I guess, just your initial impression, impressions of him. And, you know, he's been a number two. Looks like he came here. I mean, he's a potential number four here. Do you know if there's a conversation before he signed with Lightning here and why you do this is maybe a decent opportunity? Um. I mean, we knew in free agency, we need we didn't know where Brock was going to be at the time. So we knew we had to go get someone to compete with Trey in case Brock wasn't. Um, and we got fortunate with Sam on that. Then we felt good um, just with our targets and everything. And once we kind of started um, phase one, when we're doing all the quarterback drills and workouts and stuff, it was just, man, there's only two quarterbacks here. Um, Brock can't do much. And we would like a third guy. And then we looked out there, and he was available. And um, and then he had the confidence to come here. And then when we watched his tape, and we've always known about him, and we felt very fortunate to get him because he has been a backup in this league. And um, so when he came here and hopped in our drills, I think we got like two weeks with him. And I've been extremely impressed. Um, the reps he's gotten, he's done very well. Um, and he's obviously not just a camp arm around this league. He's been a backup for a while. Um, but just how good he's done in his OTAs and stuff is going to give him a chance with us. Do you think that you have and you will have 
quarterbacks who are going to be on 53-man rosters this season? Uh, that's what it looks like. I mean, we got technically the fourth guy is um, was the number two for Cincinnati last couple of years. So, um, and that's the way you want it. You know, we would have gotten a college free. We could have gone the college free agent route. Um, but when we looked into those guys compared to what was out there and the fact that Brandon was willing to do it, like we would never hesitate to do that. Now, if you, someone like Brandon doesn't want to do it and the other guys that you think are NFL caliber don't want to do it, that is when you go the college free agent route. And, um, but we feel our guys much better than those options. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, guys.